prophets, religions, and books. Islam. Conditions for being a true Muslim. The word Islam in Arabic means self-devotion, submission, salvation, as well as peace. Imam Azam Abu Hanifa has defined Islam as submission and obedience to Allah Ta'ala's commandments. If the facts stated above are read carefully, it will automatically become clear how a Muslim should be. We shall repeat them once again below. First of all, a Muslim is clean, physically and spiritually. But let us begin with physical cleanliness. In several different places in the Quran Al-Kareem, Allah Ta'ala declares, I like those who are clean. Muslims do not enter mosques or houses with their shoes on. Their carpets, their floors remain spotless and clean. Every Muslim has a bathroom in his house. Their bodies, underwear and food are always clean. In this way, they do not spread microbes and disease. The Palace of Versailles, which the French boastfully announce to the world, does not have a bathroom. In the Middle Ages, when a Frenchman living in Paris got up in the morning, he used to urinate and defecate into a chamber pot. Since there was no toilet in his house, he would take that pot and a bottle used for drinking water to the river Seine. First, he would take his drinking water from the river and then pour the urine and the feces into the river. These lines have been literally translated from a French book entitled Drinking Water, Le Potable. A German priest who had come to Istanbul during the time of Sultan Suleiman, the lawgiver, said the following in a book which he wrote sometime around 967 or 1560. I admire the cleanliness here. Everyone here washes themselves five times a day. All the shops are clean. There is no dirt on the streets. There are no stains on the clothes of the sellers. Also, there are buildings which contain hot water called hammams, wherein people take a bath. In contrast, our people are dirty. They don't know how to wash themselves. It was centuries later before Europeans learned how to wash themselves. As for today, foreigners who travel in the so-called Muslim countries write in the books they publish, when you go to an eastern country, first the smell of putrid fish and rubbish assaults your nostrils. There is dirt everywhere. The streets are awash with spittle and mucus. Here and there, one can see heaps of rubbish and carcasses of beasts. You feel disgust as you travel through eastern countries and realize that the Muslims are not as clean as they claim to be. We are afraid it is true. Indeed, in countries bearing the name of Islam today, not only have they forgotten the knowledge of faith, but they also do not pay due attention to cleanliness. But the fault lies with people who have forgotten that the essence of Islam is cleanliness. Poverty is no excuse at all for being dirty. A person's spitting on the ground or dirtying the place has nothing to do with money. Such dirty people are the wretched who have forgotten Allah Ta'ala's commandments on cleanliness.
If each Muslim knew his religion perfectly and practiced it with devotion, this uncleanliness would go away automatically. Then foreigners who visit Muslim countries would admire their cleanliness just as they admired medieval Muslims. A true Muslim is clean and takes great care of his health. He never consumes alcoholic drinks, which is a kind of poison. He doesn't eat pork, which has been prohibited on account of its various dangers and harms. It has been discovered that the virus causing the contagious and fatal disease AIDS, which is afflicting homosexuals, exists in pigs. Our Prophet ﷺ praised the science of medicine in various ways. An example is his statement. There are two kinds of knowledge, knowledge of the body and knowledge of religion. That is, by saying that these two are the most important sciences, the religious knowledge which protects the soul and the knowledge of health which protects the body, he wanted us to strive to keep our body and soul vigorous. For all kinds of good deeds can be done only with a healthy body. Today, all universities teach that the practice of medicine consists of two parts. The first is hygiene, keeping the body healthy, and the second is therapeutics, treatment of diseases. The first of the two has precedence. It is the primary task of medicine to protect people against diseases and to keep them healthy. Even if a sick person is cured, he may still remain invalid and defective. And now to the point. Hygiene, medicine's first task, is vouchsafed by Islam. In the second part of the book, Mawahibul Nadunya, it has been proven that the Quran al-Karim promotes both aspects of medicine as expressed in some verses. Our Prophet Muhammad had established close relations with the Byzantine Emperor Heraclius. They used to correspond with and send envoys to each other. On one occasion, Heraclius sent him many presents. One of the presents was a medical doctor. When the doctor arrived, he came to our Prophet and said, Sir, His Majesty has sent me to you as a servant. I shall treat those that are ill free of charge. Hadrat Muhammad accepted his services. As ordered, the doctor was given a house. Every day, they brought delicious food and drink for him. Days and months passed. No Muslims came to see him. Consequently, the doctor, feeling ashamed, requested permission to leave, saying, Sir, I came here to serve you. Up to now, no sick person has come to me. I have been sitting idly, eating and drinking comfortably. And now I would like to go back home. Our Prophet ﷺ responded, It is up to you. If you would like to stay longer, it is the Muslims' primary duty to serve and show honor to their guests. However, if you would like to leave now, have a good journey. But you must know that even if you were to stay here for years, no Muslim would come to see you. It is because my companions do not become ill. The Islamic religion has shown the way to good health. My companions pay great attention to cleanliness.
They do not eat anything unless they are hungry and they stop eating before becoming fully sated. With the words above, we do not mean to say that a Muslim never becomes ill. However, a Muslim who pays attention to his health and cleanliness remains healthy for a long time. He hardly becomes ill. Death is a fact of life. It cannot be avoided. Everyone will die as a result of some illness. Yet, being able to keep one's body healthy until the time of death is possible only by paying attention to Islam's commandments on cleanliness.